Yeah, what up? It's your boy Gotti, Shot Town. You're on the number one show inside the cave with CB, my homie, my man, CB, inside the cave. Gotti, Shot Town. What up? Yo, I got an empire with niggas with thug in they blood. I admire them niggas. My desires figures. Rockland, bitch, why hide some killers? Got it heat like hell, send five the niggas. Pop off two clips, top off new six. Rock frost, blue wrist, still cop two bricks. Cook crack in the pot, push packs on the block. Cock the lock, pop up like Jack in the box. He crazy insane. Mommy say low go. Then he I push cane, but the blow was slow. And when the dough got low, I got the high fold. Back in the same hood on the block for more. Do rag sagging pants, I'm bagging grams, niggas smoking and joking and laughing, and I'm like, what if I get the blaster, man? Oh shit, boo, watch out! Alright, welcome back inside the cave. www.thecavepodcast.com. I know said don't like what I say, WW, but I'll do it anyway. www.thecavepodcast.com is where you can find us. Also, like us on. Facebook, The Cave, Inside The Cave, and also subscribe to us on iTunes. Man, in 2000 and, I don't know, was it two, I got a phone call, and this guy said, hey man, you got you about to be my road manager. I was like, alright, well, I don't know what that do, just do what I tell you to do. <laughs> I was like, alright, that works for me. He said, yeah, so uh, pick me up from O'Hare. We got some work to do. So I'm thinking like, all right, bet. Be working with this guy, you know what I'm saying? I'm getting these videos. We finna be drinking and all this. And it was the exact opposite. We did work. This guy is probably the hardest man, hardest working man in hip hop. I'm gonna say that because from what I experienced, sun up to sundown, he only sleeps when he's in the passenger seat from what I see. And this guy just works, works, works. I'm glad to say I know him, but I'm also glad to call him a friend. He checks on my family. Always complimentary to my wife, my kids. Just a great dude. Welcome to Inside the Cave, my main man, Wata Gotti. What's up, Gotti? What's good with you, CB? Man, I really appreciate you doing this, man. Uh... First of all, happy happy belated birthday Thank to you, you, man. I appreciate it, bro. Appreciate I missed it. You was in Chicago at the Shrine, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I did five big parties in Atlanta, and then uh, I came to Chicago a couple of days ago, and I did my party at the Shrine. It was nice. It was a great look. Uh, Sue put it on for me, and uh, Neo came out. Great songwriter, uh, actor, singer. Uh, Todd Gibson came out of the Chicago Bulls. Wow. Uh, uh, I was one more NBA player, and I'm so sorry I forgot his name. But yeah, they show love. A lot of a lot of people in Chicago, people I haven't saw in a while, new faces. So I had a good time. Yeah, I seen Susu. Shout out to Susu. Okay. Hey, but Gotti, I I done been to 
about two or three of your parties back in the day before when I used to be somewhat cool. I ain't cool no more. Oh man. yeah, my last craziest <laughs> party in Chicago, probably I, I don't know if that was 03 or 04. It was it was the year LeBron James graduated high school. Oh, okay. He came out to the party. Yeah. Lil Wayne came out. Yes. Puffy came out. Yes. Ja Rule, Ashanti, yes. Fat Joe. Yes. Uh, it was three NBA players. Hey, uh, I'm glad you brought that up. Can I tell a story about that night? Yeah. I remember that night because I said to you, <laughs> Fat Joe came outside and he was walking on top of cars and stuff and running to his, because uh, it got so crazy. It was at the E2, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, and you can let me know if you want me to edit this out later, but I remember you bringing your gun out because it got so crazy. And I said, God, what you doing with your gun? <laughs> And I'll never forget, he said, CB, it's more of us here than it is police. What they gonna do to us? <laughs> yeah, I was young and wild. <laughs> I'm more wise and mature now. <laughs> I said, man, this is, the yeah. term real dude gets thrown around a lot, but this guy, Gotti. Hey, we're gonna go back, talk about some things, and uh, let's go back to before you got your deal. Uh -huh. You was actually rapping in Chicago, your first uh, CD, what was it called again? Uh, the Guy of Your Pimp? My first CD was called The Game. The Game, okay. Was, no, I had a single on there called Pimp Gotti, but Pimp my Gotti. first CD was The Game. Um, I first started rapping ever in my life in 98. I was putting my money behind my cousin who stopped taking it serious. I was getting money in the streets. I never had a job. I started selling weed at 13, coke at 14, heroin at 16. I uh, got involved in a gang activity at a young age. Uh, I was locked up for attempt murder at 14 in my mom's backyard. And um, they kicked me out of Bellwood. I lived in Bellwood 10 years of my life. But I was born in Cook County Hospital, uh, raised on Ferdinand and Avers, then Chicago Avenue in Mayfield. When I was five and a half, we moved to Bellwood. When I was 14, they kicked me out. I moved back um, out west, um, which was on North Avenue and Central with my grandmother. Um, I was still trying to come out the bell with here and there to, you know, say what's up to people. After 10 years, you know, I started coming back. But to make a long story short, I never had a job. I dropped out of high school. I went to Provazo West two years. Ended up going to Cosmopolitan. They kicked me out of Cosmopolitan. And um, so I don't have a GED or diploma, but the point I am in life, I know people that have three, four degrees don't have what I have. Right. I've been blessed and, and you know, I got a, a couple of properties, some real estate, me and my brother own a phone company. Yeah. So the person I was, I would never tell a kid, don't go to school. Go to school, get an education, that's very important. So everything that I did, I did it so my daughter wouldn't have to go through it. I have one child I had at a young age, so everything I did in the streets on illegal, I did so she wouldn't have to do that. And I would never tell any kid to, you know, sell drugs or join a gang or organization, any of that. Like, you know, you got to be better than me and smarter than me. I did that uh, because that was the, the outlet I had, right. like, you know. My mom uh, was on food stamps. My father and them, they didn't have money at that at that time. My father hit a lick. He, you know, he hit a lick and, you know, first my mom had an escort. Like, that's what she had, a white escort. That was a car of four. And um, we'd stand in the line and get government cheese and peanut butter and all of that. That's what people didn't know. And when we moved out here, 
you know, my father did what he did here the lake, and then, you know, he gave his life to God, became a preacher, but, you know, that didn't work out long. He started hanging with Don Juan and, yeah. you know, T-Fly, a, a lot of different people like that. You know, I love them still to death because, you know, they, they was in my life. I did have a father in my life, but, you know, a lot of people on the outside looking in was like, oh, they rich, they got this and that. Nah, it wasn't like that for a long time. That's why, you know, me and my big brother and, Sister, I think every all three of us was born in Cook County, and you know we got free lunch and everything coming up in school. We got the free lunch, so you know um, we ain't had the lunch money for school. So, but you know it looked at I guess you know some people was like, oh, they got money, but you know they don't know what we had to struggle and do, yeah. you know. And then even in Bellwood, it was my mom, my dad, my uncle, my uh, sister, and my two brothers, me and my brothers, we all slept in one room together. All of us slept in one room. We had the bunk bed and the regular bed. And then my uncle, you know, he was downstairs with us. And my sister, she had her room and my parents, they had their room. But, you know, we made it work. And, you know, once the money started coming, money came in good for like seven, eight years for my father. He had real estate and everything. And, you know, he got a case. He was in on the news and in the newspaper. They called him doing something at O'Hare Airport with some baggages, uh, allegedly, you know, but yeah. he beat it. But, you know, that was embarrassing because everybody at school was like, man, I thought your father was a preacher and, you know, this and that. And, you know, so I was like, man, but, you know, he was riding a motorcycle. He had a, I saw him with his, you know, gun, a shiny gun at a young age, and I was fascinated with that. So, you know, my, my uncle flapped. All of my uncles and my big brother was hustling. Everybody was hustling. So, you know, when I became 13 years old, I hooked up with my man Chico, and me and Chico, you know, started getting money together, and it just went from there. But saying that to say, no matter what you do in life, you know, if you have a higher power you believe in, you know, God, Allah, Catholic, whatever it is, you have a higher power you believe in, you know, anything possible. If, if you could dream bigger than the hood and, and just the, the crazy world we live in, you just got to have a bigger dream and find people that want to do something in life. Like when I met CB, I met CB. Did I meet you in the late 90s or early 2000s? Early 2000s. All right, I met you in the early 2000s. And there's a lot of people who I grew up with dead or locked up. I have 57 friends and family members dead, no longer here. I have 15 friends and family members locked up, and uh, eight of them never getting out ever again in life. Uh, hopefully that could change. But CB was a good spirit, positive energy person, so I always liked him and wanted him to stay around because... A lot of people that was around me wasn't positive, so I had to change my life and change my way of thinking. That's why I'm here where I am now. And uh, it's a blessing, though, to be where I'm at, especially, you know, coming up in Chicago. It's, right. it's crazy. Man, man, man. You know, this is, we, I'm only 10 minutes into this interview, and I can tell this is the best interview. I usually have a notebook, paper pad. I don't need this. I get to sit down with my man and just let him. This is the realest interview so far, man. Gotti, thank you, man. Oh. Anytime. Anything you ever need from me, come on, man. And this, and, and this ain't no gimmick. Anytime I ever ask him, and I try not to ask him for much, but anytime I ever ask him for something, it was right there. I asked him for some money, wired, in an hour. I'll never forget. You remember that, G? <laughs> 2004, whatever, I hit I hard times. I, said, I don't remember, but it's yeah, all good. It was wired to me. I, I, I keep it 1,000, man. I don't be re remembering yeah. the favors I do for free. You was in family. ATL. I said I needed something. It was wired to me in an hour. That's and you was in the middle of a dice game. <laughs> you stopped the dice game and, and, and why? I appreciate that. I'm glad I could help.
So you get signed to Rockland Records. Uh, how, what, what? I got signed with Rockland. Well, the first person that, that introduced me to um, R. Kelly was Don Juan, Bishop Don Magic Juan, and I was yeah. with my cousin King Bean at the time, my oldest cousin. Right. I met him. That was uh, yeah, that was '98 when I first started rapping. Right. But the person who put me in with him, who gave him my independent CD, I put out through my company, um, was Boo, and I met Boo at the uh, boys club playing ball. I used to play ball with his brother. So right. Boo was, uh, I believe, three, no, Boo was four years younger than me. So we wasn't hanging out or anything like that. But every time I saw Boo, I showed him love. Like yeah. he, he was a good dude, good heart, still is. So uh, Boo was like, man, you know, my, my partner who I rap with, you know, I'm not rapping with him no more. I love to rock with you. You mind if I let uh, Rob pay your CD? And I was like, yeah, go ahead. I don't, I, I don't care. But I didn't know who Rob was, and he was talking about <laughs> R. Kelly. So I didn't know. And then another time, he was like, man, come to the gym. You know, Rob want to meet you. I told him about you. You know, I got you. I was like, yeah, all right. So I brushed him off again because I, I still didn't know who the, the Rob, <laughs> Rob was, and he wasn't letting me know the details. And once he told me, he was like, man, it's R. Kelly. He want to meet you now. He liked the CD, you know, I don't know what songs it is, but I talked up for you and, you know, I got you. So I was like, I right, bet. So, um, Boo, I met Boo, and uh, then we went to the gym and chopped it up with Kells, and uh, I think, yeah, we went back to the studio after that, after the gym, and we stayed there till like five in the morning, and then it just started being that for the next three, four days, we was with him, and it just happened so fast, and um, yeah, so Boo made sure it all happened, and then through the grace of God, Rob signed me. Yeah. Um, he gave me a deal. Uh, he asked me, you know, to put the the, 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 the drug selling, the game bank, put all of that on hold, you know, if, if he believed in me. And um, he asked me about if I graduated school, if I had a job, and you know, I was like, nah, never, none of that. So, you know, we got past that, and he just made me promise him I won't go back to anything illegal if you know if he give me a chance so from that point on it just happened like it just took off overnight nice nice man and uh wow and i and i, I remember that uh first joint I heard yeah that was that was yeah that was that was 2000 yeah. that was 2000 and i got my me and boo well boo was with him in 98 yeah. i got with him in 2000 mm -hmm. but i met him in 99 right and, and I remember the first joint I I I, I heard you on was uh, I wish I'm, yeah was a I wish yeah. remix. Yo dog, I can't explain how I miss you. We stayed together, copping, popping. I miss you most putting the do rag over your bean head. Even out the hood on the scene, you brag. Coming up off the fiends, we running up out the cleanest jack. You was the closest I had. Look how we stayed aces. Hustle made big faces. I wish we could trade places. Giving you ice, I'd rather give you life. And the things that I had, I give you twice. And, and even just listening to your voice now, and I remember a chick telling me, watching my, my wife's friend at the time. Uh, she told me, said, it's something about Gotti's voice. You get that a lot, man? Like yeah. Your voice is just, it's how you, yeah. but it's also like, it's different too. Uh, yeah. Anybody ever say like, man, ask you where you from, or they always can tell that you're from well, Chicago? Some, a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people ask where I'm from. Even even out at the park yesterday, there was a lot of people, they was like, you don't sound like you're from Chicago. Yeah. But it's been some artists that didn't know, and they asked me like, uh, you from New York or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it, 
Yeah, it varies. It depends on one minute who who it is. Mm -hmm. Most of the people that know me, yeah. they know I'm shot town all day. But right. some people you're hearing I always be like, "Where you from?" Or you know, you you, you and, talk different. And your name is. I'm going ahead of the interview, but your name is good in every hood. I remember oh, yeah. going out of town and I go to Atlanta or I go to L.A. Mm -hmm. I, Miami, Detroit, yeah. New York, Jersey, yeah. uh, I Lagos, say your Nigeria, name. I say, yeah. Phoenix, <laughs> Vegas. Whenever yeah. I say your name, yeah. oh, you good. Yeah. I got some clothes free in L.A. one time off of you from a chick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you from Chicago. Yeah. They, 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 they. People show a lot of love because yeah. I always keep it 100 with them. If, yeah. if I could do it, I'm going to do it. If I can't, I can't. If I can make connection, I do it. I'm just genuine. That's all. That's all I know how to be. I, I, I can't portray something that I'm not. So when, when, when it's genuine and it's natural, it's just going to happen automatically. People that put on the act, they, you know, sometimes right, they forget right. things. So Yeah. Now, I remember, uh, now, you did the I Wish, mm -hmm. then came the original Fiesta. Yeah, right? then the original. Now, look at Gotti Iced Out with the blingy bling. And a big body sitting on them gleamy things. Now, Rockland niggas know the means of cream. Kelly on B Thug and it seems the king. Got PJ niggas and Cabrini Green. The hot chicks down to do anything. Cop the more chicks, cop more bricks. Pop more Chris and Kelly drop more hit. Now, how did that happen? Because that was a big hit for Kel. So, like, how did yeah. you? Um, man, Boo was just in the studio writing every day and recording every day for like, man, like two and a half years. We was in there. But that happened like the sixth month, I believe. Like my fifth, sixth month, the I Wish remix happened. Yeah. And then the seventh, eighth month, the regular Fiesta. And then like not even a couple weeks after that, the Fiesta remix. Mm. And then we did the Filling on Your Booty remix. So yeah. it was now, just happening fast. Before we get to that, Fiesta remix. Did you even know Jay Z was gonna be on that, or did you, did you have the idea that Jay Z? Was yeah, gonna they be? told us they told us he was gonna be on there, and um, we actually met Jay. We met him briefly, but we met him met him at the video shoot in Miami, and he chopped it up with us like yeah. he was with me and Boo for two hours. Wow! Like without, you know, Dame them. They was kind of like you know, uh, <laughs> Dame wasn't uh, as cool and that as. Cordial. Yeah, like how Jay was. Like mm -hmm. Jay was, and and Memph Bleak was. Yeah, he was there too. Memph, right. Memph Bleak showed love since day one, and Tata. Tata. Yeah. Me, Tata, Jay, and Bleak hit it off real good, and I still got a relationship with all three of them right now to this day. Like nice. everybody I work with, I still got a relationship. I'm this big body up, come through in a rover. Not only Kelly and Gotti, it's Boo and Hova. Pop Chris, if you like my eyes glistening the light, and we're rocking right, so I'm rich for life. I'm like heaven, everybody. Want to get to me? How you make it to the gates and forget the key? I'm the one God chose, so you blessed me. Gotti Floyd, get you high in that ecstasy. Get ahead of myself, real quick. I never forget. <laughs> this, this is the, this how me and Gotti relationship is. He called me up one day. This might have been 2005. CB, I need your address. I gave him my address. Actually, I gave him my mother's address. He said, Yeah, I'm about to have Irv Gotti about to send you some something for Murder Inc. I'm like, What? Hang up, click. Two days later, I got three boxes from Murder Inc. <laughs> I mean, come on, man! I work at General Motors and I got boxes from Murder Inc. Like, and it's one thing about it: with if Gotti mess with you, he mess with you. Yeah, honey, he take you around everybody. Like it was always, yo, Rob, the CB, yo, Jaru, yeah. the CB, yeah. Wayne. I remember <laughs> me and my boy Vela. We always talk about this at mm -hmm. one of your parties. You had us picking up NBA players, and yeah. my, I had a Grand Prix. 
You hear me picking them up. And it's like, that just goes to show your relationship with people because mm -hmm. they don't know me. Yeah. I picked up Ron Mercer, fresh off of the uh, San Antonio Spurs. Yeah. yeah. And um, I pick him up from the hotel in mm -hmm. my Grand Prix. And he wasn't, he was cool, comfortable yeah. and everything. Yeah. So it let me know right then and there. Yeah, I done been in this house. Most of these people, like, we done been in each other's place or been out to eat. And it's more than, um, not, not all of them, but. The people that I got a relationship with, like, it's more than the glamorous and the material things. Like, if I, you know, if, if I could feel your energy and spirit, like, it's nothing I wouldn't do, and I, I feel the same, like, if I call you my friend. So, yeah. it don't have to be I'll send a limo or two. No, I'm not into all that. <laughs> That's extra. That's extra to me. Right, right, right. Now, uh, all right, go, go back again. So, after all that happened, uh, then you guys end up signing with Cash Money, right? Yeah, we end up signing with Cash Money because that the, the sex tape that was floating around with, with, with R. Kelly, it, it stopped his relationship with uh, Interscope. Interscope, okay. Jimmy Iovine stopped the budget. So okay. when they stop the budget, a label cannot go on unless a label want to be just totally independent and put all the money behind themselves. But huge as R. Kelly was in his name, yeah. you know, you need that. That, that power behind you so and the power it's it's the money and the relationships as well and the radio and the the videos the it's it's way more than than it looked like mm -hmm. so they stopped his budget they didn't want no part of it so R. Kelly told us it was cool if we get another deal and I was talking to all my relationships yeah, you had baby. a lot of options yeah baby from cash money J Jermaine Dupree from So So Deaf yeah Irv Gotti from Murder Inc. and uh, Def Jam. Now Def I heard Bad Boy too. Well, Bad Boy, I didn't talk to them personally. They was talking to um, the lawyer that we had, okay. um, which was the, the Shapiro firm, uh, Andrew Bergman. But the people who I talked to yeah. was the people I just named, and they was talking pretty much. They was talking cool, but Cash Money was talking the best. Right, and we. He was like, baby, so I'll give you whatever you want. So, you know, of course, we shot for a million dollars. They, you know, we negotiated and then went down to 650000 That's what we got from cash money to sign, 650 Damn. Damn. That was definitely a lot at that time. Well, that's Hell, definitely that's a lot. lot. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime. Yeah. <laughs> man, man. So then you guys jump on the joint. Uh, the oh, yeah. From the drops to the watch to the rocks. Oh, yeah. Who hold that block getting hot? Oh, yeah. Got dope, so I'm copping that yacht. Oh, yeah. Now I'm frozen like an icebox. Oh, yeah. Brother Jackson or Jordan Mike hot. Oh, yeah. And I'm still street Mike pop. Oh, yeah. If I'm ever in a tight spot. Oh, yeah. And then I jumped on Sunny Day. Yeah. I was right. on two songs on there. And then yeah. we did the video for Oh, yeah, which was hot. Yes. Then we did. So Our album, which was the... He's on the soundtrack, too. Yeah, yeah, we was on the sound... The, we was on the Fast and Furious yeah. soundtrack. We was on Ja Rule album. Um, yes. The well, Pain is Love. Thanks for bringing that up. Million. I'm letting shells pop. Still I sell rock. Got a chill on bell. Getting ready to block. Yo, I kidnap niggas then. Bitch smack niggas. Give me the crack, nigga. Or get clapped, nigga. I ain't one of these rap niggas. I'm a big ass spitter. Banging and slanking and be a rich ass nigga. Don't get tired of these streets. My nigga died in these streets. It's only one option. Provide. For these streets, my peeps out here, so I ride with these streets. Spend weeks out here, grind on these streets. I know the deal out here, it's real 
lie here. Got pinched for a murder and I'm still out here. Rock man, murder ink, you get killed out here. Shot town, New York, blood spill out here. And thugs like me still out here. Yeah, you heard, nigga. I'm still out here. Why gangsters? That was the song. Your verse on that, man. Jeez. Yeah. That that verse. I think the verse on the the. The Fast and Furious soundtrack was crazy. Oh, yeah, oh man, yes. I went in on that. <laughs> I went in on that. Trust me, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm putting that in there on okay. the draft. We're gonna play. And oh. then, um, and with Cash Money, we did the what's the soundtrack for the boxing movie? Yeah, Undisputed. Undisputed, right? Wesley's Nights, Van Rhymes. We was on that soundtrack as well. Yeah. And uh, we had jumped on Jermaine Dupree album, a song with Usher called "I Gotta Get Some." So yeah. we was everything yeah, we, we was, was on was popping. Now, jeez, uh, give me some funny, give me some funny good road story. I I know some myself, but give, give me what what was it like, man, being on tour <laughs> buses and stuff like that? I remember uh, being in Detroit with y'all, but uh -huh. I'll let you. Well, I'll tell you that. I, I remember. Can I tell about this after party, man? Yeah, this, 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 this is before <laughs> like me and you actually jumped down. I remember. Boo had me come up there, me and Boo and Mig uh, actually Miggity and uh, somebody else, Maine probably, and uh, we go to this after party after y'all just killed the show. It, the, I think it was at the place where the Pistons play at, and that place was sold out, and because y'all from Chi-Town, when Birdman brought y'all out, mm -hmm. Boo and Gotti out, the place lit up, Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And then like, they said, where y'all, you know, where y'all know y'all from? And they dropped the Fiesta joint and the crowd went, you know, nothing against, you know, Birdman, but we, we up north now, yeah. so y'all got kind yeah. of a bigger and better yeah. reaction than them because, you know, mm -hmm. it's Fiesta. Yeah. You know, everybody know that joint. And uh, so they go to the after party. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, you know, you get love everywhere. So you know how Detroit guys, is, they get they game bangers too. Yeah. And yeah. so <laughs> you stand up and you said, throw y'all shit up, throw y'all shit up and everything. And the people that's not, no name, no blame, but the people that's not from up north the city, Chicago and Detroit and all that that was with y'all kind of got nervous yeah. and you was comfortable yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know you was comfortable he's like your people you shaking up with them so I guess them guys kind of got into a little you know everybody throwing their sets up against each other so immediately cash money everybody we had to run out of there I don't know if you remember this but we had to run out of there and so <laughs> You know, somebody had to grab Lil Wayne and, you know, we all had to get out of there. We ended up getting out of there safe, but I just remember getting back to the hotel and the kind of love you got specifically. I remember being in that lobby, people around you and just, just gravitating to you, man. It, it was just fun. I just couldn't believe I was around this, man. You know, you had, y'all had me around. Just, yeah, I don't believe it sometimes myself. Like, that's why I don't take nothing for granted. I'm so blessed, man. And you plug like, still to this day. Yeah, like God is good, man. Yeah. Like I always believe in a higher power, and I'm very spiritual. So it's just good because, like I say, when I was fighting that murder, 95, 96, getting out early, 97, in that county jail, it was the worst. 19 yeah. and a half months not knowing if I'm going to do. You Dang. know, they offered me 45 years, so I would have to take 22 so, you know, to come from that, I just say, I'll never go back to the streets. Like, I'll never go back. So I know, like, it's a God for real. And yeah. I just be blessed. Every day I wake up, I'm grateful. Man, that's real talk right yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, um. Oh, but like what you were saying, like, I was comfortable. I'm comfortable around street dudes, yeah. Muslim, Jews. Like, I don't care what you are. Like, if, if, if you on a positive vibe, positive energy, and you headed to the right direction, I could talk to you, I could hold a conversation, and you know, 
that's what networking all about. Right, I'm comfortable. Right. I'm not uncomfortable around too many surroundings, too many different surroundings. Yeah. Um, now, you was on tour, I remember one time, you was on tour with uh, Nelly's crew at one point. Yeah, the Nellyville tour. Nellyville tour, right. Uh, got any stories, anything you want to tell them? Man, Nelly's just a good person, man. He just, like, he's a friend. There's yeah. A lot of people in the industry, you know, they my associates or they the homies, but yeah, Nelly a true friend. I've been friends with Nelly since 2000, 2000, 2001. We've been cool ever since then, and uh, I go to his all black parties. He done been to three of my birthday parties, and you know, we just show love. We talk to each other over the phone and play ball sometimes, so he's just a good friend, man. He, he good people. Like, yeah. he a good, genuine person. Yeah, that's, man, that's what's up. It seems like everybody says the same thing about you, too. I remember when I went to to Vegas in 07 and uh, for the NBA All-Star thing and uh, for some reason you couldn't make it down there and uh, you called me up he's like look I can't make it down there I'm gonna tell Slim Thug to look out for you I'm like tell Slim Thug without, without you you know you like yeah 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 just go ahead and meet him and I remember I turned it down because I was like you know that was <laughs> but that's just the type of person you are man you just you all in, man. Your friendship is legit, man. Yeah. You, you all in, Thanks, bro. Thanks, appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, you, you all in. I feel the same about you. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't look at big eyes, little yous. Like, all my friends, my friends. Whether right. you're a celebrity or not, I respect janitors, McDonald's, White Castle employees. I respect everybody that respect me. Mm. I don't never judge a man by who he is or the money he have. Never. Now, you know what? Uh, when you and Boo came out, I think... You guys came out at a time when Twister was still, you know, he wasn't as big as he is now. Mm -hmm. And uh, actually, you guys are bigger than all of them at that time. And uh, Twister, Kanye, well, Kanye wasn't even out there. And uh, Crucial Conflict and Do or Die. Mm -hmm. Now, you guys came out rapping different than No, Kanye was out because Kanye produced three songs on Man Boo album um, with Cash Money. Well, I'm talking about before then. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm talking about like when y'all came out on the I Wish thing. What kind of feedback did you guys get? Because you guys didn't rap like what typically yeah. Chicago, the yeah. tongue twisting and rapping fast and stuff like that. Did you guys get any heat for that? You know, yeah, a couple people probably was like, you know, you're gonna always have good and bad. If if nobody talking bad about you or hating on you, you're not doing something right. You know, they hated on Jesus. So <laughs> that's real I I listened to it, but it's like you know, I listened to the good and bad, but the good outweighed the bad though. So it was cool, but. One thing about me and Boo, like, we always got to be true to ourselves. We can't go off, they want you to sound like this, yeah. or it's, this is not Chicago rap. Man, I'm from Chicago, so I right. know I, I done pay my dues in more ways than anybody can imagine. So if this what I feel and this me, I got to do me and be me at all times, and it, it come natural. Like funny, I can't, thing, funny thing about that guy, they have to cut you off. Once y'all came out, then everybody started rapping yeah. like true. You know what I'm saying? True. They they didn't feel like they had the twist, tongue twist to mm -hmm. to be a rapper in Chicago. So you know y'all. And I can't even tongue twist that good anyway. To be honest, so <laughs> they, they 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 them guys got something special that I don't have because yeah. I was big fans of Psycho Drama right. and um, Twister and Do or Die, Crucial Conflict. I was big fans of all of them. Still are. Like I love Chicago music, but I love what. Lupe doing now, Common, I'm a big fan. Mm -hmm. Kanye, like, I love that music. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm missing out a guy. Um, he used to rap with Kanye, though. Uh, man, I can't think of his name. That's sad, but I like his style of rap, too, though. Uh, 
the brat, you know, y'all know you cool with her. Yeah, you yeah, got yeah. the brat, good people. She from the west side. Yeah. And Shauna. I'm cool Shana, with Shauna yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up, man. Yeah, you got a relationship with everybody. And that, and that relationship is key. You know, I was talking to somebody the other day, you know, and I, let me ask you how this feels. You actually sold your, your first CD industry before you had a deal. You mm-hmm. were selling music. Yeah, I had CDs. I had got them um, yeah. in George Music Room, Max. Um, then I had did a, did a deal and got it in Sam Goodies. So when you see people actually giving away their music now, how does that make you feel? As like, because I remember in two thousand six, seven, I was in Kansas City. I was selling your mixtapes in Kansas City. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I think to each his own. Like you know, everybody. Yeah, I, I can't never talk bad or look down at somebody for doing what they do and, and the views that they have because, you know, I'm not opinionated like that. I don't judge people. I just let them do them. But with me, I haven't put out a mixtape nine, three years. Everything I've been releasing the last nine months been on iTunes and Amazon, you know. Right. I live and learn, and I got the game down pat. I have a company, G Enterprise LLC, right. and I put it out through that. I have a single that's doing very well right now uh, with Cap One. It's called D-Boys, and okay. we came and shot the video in Chicago six months ago. I got a single out with Bobby V. It's not doing that well. It's called uh, I Need a Girl. I got a, uh, two more singles out. That's called uh, one with Just Just, he a producer. Um, he's in Atlanta, but he's from New York. And uh, that one is called Why You Hating. I love that song. Like That's one of my favorite songs. Mm-hmm. And um, I have another song out called A Lot of Money. And all of them on iTunes, Amazon, CD Baby, Reverb. It's on 385 sites you can buy around the world. Let's do it. We'll so, all download that. Yeah, so download them. And uh, I do a lot of... My, my, my only social media that I'm on is um, the Instagram. And it's who is Gotti, all one word, who is Gotti, W-H-O-I-S-G-O-T-T-I. So that's I'm, I'm, I work that myself. I don't... I have to give me another YouTube page up and another and another um, website, which would be up the first of next month. So, but if you want to contact me on social media, that's it right there. Who is Gotti? I'm on my um, Instagram, hands on. Like every two to three days, I get on. I try to get on there at least twice a week, no right. matter what. Yeah. So all the other fake websites, don't believe fake uh, social media sites. Yeah. Don't believe he just yeah, told you what's the real one. Yeah, they got them. Yeah, I thought I was following you on uh, Twitter one time. <laughs> I don't even have a Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> but I am in this movie that's supposed to come out we did five years ago, me, Rick Ross, and Clifton Powell. It's called Hustlers World. You can YouTube it and see the trailer. The director, Chris Larsony Fraser, I don't know what happened. It's some type of mix-up, but it was through Maverick Films. Madonna have a part of that company. So oh, okay. I don't know what's going on with that, but hopefully that come out. Because... It was a great look, and it was my first movie on that. Yeah, I saw that tripped up. Us. <laughs> what about what about when you was on the Gotti the Gotti show? Yeah, no, that was good. I went on the Growing Up Gotti show because I met Victoria Gotti back in '03, and we was just friends and talking. And then I met her boys, and we just had a beautiful relationship. And then I think they did that show maybe '07, mm-hmm. and she asked me if I'd be on there. We'll pay you this amount. I was like, yo. I would have been on there even if you didn't pay me. But since you're going to pay me, yeah, let's do it. And I just thought it was the right thing to do to get permission to be running around with the Gotti name. A lot of people just, oh, they this, they that, or, or you know, whatever the case. I just think if I'm running around with her father's name as my stage name and my industry name, 
I need to have the right to do that, the permission to do that. I think that's just the right way to do it because he was a real mafia boss, a mafia done. And like with me, I'm not the type of dude that's going to be running around and false flag, and I can't do that. So I went, and the family gave me permission to use the name. So I just thought that was great as well. Man, got it, got it. You, you real, man. Like, I, I remember that episode. The average person would not have. <laughs> I mean, you didn't dumb. Yeah. You, you didn't dumb down at all for uh, for that episode. You was, you was, oh, you yeah. got it, yeah. Yeah, they, I, I told them I play ball. They Like, a lot of people say they play ball. I play ball. That's what I do. I play ball. I learned how to box when I was locked up. This old this old guy taught me how to box. So, I'm very active. I'm in the gym four days a week playing basketball. Yeah, I, I try to box one day a week. And I, I swim. Like, I just swim here and now. I love swimming. So, you just got to stay active. So you know. I got so many stories. Like, I know we ain't got that much time. But I remember... Somebody told me one time y'all was out doing something and it was Zab Judah and you threw some punches oh, yeah. at him. Yeah, he told Zab. you correctly how to, because you, th you threw him right at him, yeah. you know what I'm yeah. saying? And he's like, <laughs> said, nah, turn your wrist a little bit like this or something like that. Like, yeah, Zab, I've been saying Zab over the years since like 01, 02. Yeah, I mean, that's just crazy. Like the average person would not have came up to Zab and didn't know him at the time and mm -hmm. just started throwing punches and he, and he just respected you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, yeah, I got, I can I can just go on and on and on throughout the years, man. Yeah, we done had some good times, man. Yeah, man. Good times. I'm I'm definitely humbled and blessed by all my experiences I've I've had in this industry since man, it's been 14, 15 years I've been in this industry now, man. It definitely changed my life cuz this actually my first job. Yeah. It's my first wow. job I've had. I I didn't know what a W2 form was until then. <laughs> And you know, uh, and you smart too with your paper because I remember when you first got signed, you had you had a crib in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had bought a house there. When I first got a house there, I probably went to it three times in two years. So it was really an investment. <laughs> yeah, and you yeah. lived next to who? Jagged Edge. And yeah, Jagged Edge was over there. Uh, Wingo from Jagged Edge. Jermaine Dupree was um, like behind me. Evander Holyfield was. Five minutes away, um, Big Boy from Outcast was f like five subdivisions down. Uh, man, there was a lot of people out there, uh, a lot of artists out there. Ludacris was out there. When I proposed to my wife, Gotti, my, me and my wife's favorite group together is Jagged Edge. And Gotti had, well, I forget which, Brandon I think it was, one of them guys, sing to my wife. Yeah. Uh, I got it. I wanted, wanted whatever. My wife loved it, and that's the type of dude he is, man. You know, I, I can go on and on. Yeah, they actually just host one of my parties in Atlanta. The yeah. um, twins from Jagged Edge and Dice La La Cousin. They host my party Tuesday at Rose Bar. Mm -hmm. Sunday I had a party at Boogaloo, um, a big club out there in Atlanta. Thursday I had a party at Onyx. Friday, um, Delicious hosted and Steven Jackson. Friday, I had a party at Onyx. Benzino hosted. It was great. And uh, T.I. came and brought his wife, Tiny, and Shannon Brown from Chicago, NBA yeah. player, brought his wife, Monica. It was a great look. Everybody came and showed a lot of love. And Saturday was my last party at Compound. It was really nice. Like A lot of people showed out and showed up for me. It was a great time, man. It was a hell of an experience because I haven't had big parties in a while. Wow. 
Yeah, I went like four or five years without even having parties, just enjoying myself, taking trips, going to Dominican Republic, yeah. going to um, Bahamas, Jamaica, like just going somewhere on my birthday. And you know, you said this earlier, and I, me being stupid, I just fast forward like I didn't even hear it, but your first party, that is true. LeBron James was at it. Yeah, LeBron James before was Before he there. was even uh, 21. <laughs> Right when he yeah, right when he graduated high school, soon as he was being picked by the Cavaliers. I think I think he had I think he actually had just got picked a couple yeah. of days before that. The Cavaliers picked him up. In and, Chicago. Yeah, he, and he yeah. was in Chicago and he yeah, was, he was in Chicago. Him, Lil Wayne, Puffy, Ja Rule, Asha, I actually was in New York and had to ride on a private jet with Irv Gotti, Ja Rule and Ashanti. And <laughs> Uh, oh, Mimi was there. Mimi's on a reality show now. Mimi, she was there with us. She rode with the, us. The, uh, the one from the, 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 the tape? Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mr. Cheeks, Fat Joe. Uh, Fat Joe. Who else? Uh, I remember that. Elton Brand. Uh, man, there was a lot of people there, man. It was crazy. That party was crazy. Yes. It was epic. Like, the whole Chicago came out. Yes. It was crazy, though. The, the, I mean, the whole street Michigan app. Yeah, just... Irv, Irv and Chris Gotti was there, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had a great time, man. Man. The, the, it was packed out. Then the next year, we did it at Biology Bar. Um, the locks was there. Jada Kiss came. Yeah. Um, who else? Man, I'm missing a couple names, man. But it was some... It was just great time and good energy, man. That's when, like, you could hang out really in Chicago. Right. It wasn't that crazy. Right. One last question before I let you go, man. What do you think of the state of music now? What, how do um, you feel about it, man? Just seeing that you was there when when everything was just, in, in my opinion. Yeah, I, well, I, I like the young guys. I, you know, the, the, the young guys is the future of everything, like fathers in the streets, NBA, NFL, doctors, lawyers. So, you know, I'll never throw shade at the young guys. I just, you know, wish, you know, a couple more, you know, become more conscious because, you know, they leading a lot of kids. So, yeah. but where it's at, yeah, I like it. I like how the flows are and everything, you know. Uh, I just think, you know, Fathers, the people that I listen to, yeah. I think they doing great. <laughs> I think they doing good. Yeah. But I just think, you know, us as artists and even a younger artist, uh, could, you know, we have to be more conscious of, of the kids that that's listening to us. Even if we're not trying to be role models, they gonna do and imitate us. Right. And they right. start early as eight, nine years old. Now, you know, it used to be like 11, 12, 13 yeah. when I was doing it in the early 2000s. But now, like, kids eight, nine, ten, imitating you and want to be you. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, you know, with their pants sagging and the fake tattoos <laughs> and all of them, like, wow, that's crazy. But it's not even just blacks. It's, it's multicultural. It's the Asians, the, the, the whites, yeah. the Everybody, like, everybody, hip-hop is so big and major, man. I'm just glad where it's at, though. Like, because I, I done been to Africa. I done been right. to, like, Germany. I done been places where I never thought I'd go, and this hip-hop did it for me, man. God, every time I want to let this interview go, you make me think about something. Yeah, for real. I, <laughs> hey, I, somebody from Africa called my phone. Yeah. Wanted, I need to talk to Gotti. I'm like... Where, where, where are you from? It was like the, was the the number was like nineteen digits long. Yeah, and, yeah. And they, they showed were, me so much love over there. I done been there a few times. They done had me come back. Like I went in 
04, 05, then yeah. went back in 07, went back in 2010. Like, they done had me over there. Like, they showed me a lot of love over there. And I went to the capital of Nigeria, Abuja, Delta State, Lagos. Uh, I stay in Victoria Island when I go to, like, I done, and all through the islands, Turks and Caicos, um, Bahamas, Nassau, Freeport, um, every part, like, Jamaica, uh, the Grill, Kingston, Montego Bay. Man, Man I, I've been a lot, all through the islands, and, and like, I done had some really good experience. I want to go to Japan. I was supposed to go to China four years ago, but the promoter didn't want to. He wanted to do two shows. I wanted to do four to five shows because it don't make sense to go all the way to right. China to do two, <laughs> two shows, shows yeah. and be there for three days. Yeah. I'd just rather be there at least a week. So yeah, hopefully I... It take like two days to get there almost, don't <laughs> I think it's like 20 hours, if I'm not mistaken, because oh, Africa was 13 hours when, right. when I went there. So yeah, I, I think it's like 20 hours, something like that, so... Hopefully that worked back out, and I want to go to Italy too. I want to go to Italy, Italy and uh, France. Hey, you, you never get tired of flying, man. Um, I, I used to get tired of flying sometimes, but I just thought of the cars. Like, man, make sure my daughter good, my grandmother good, my mom good. Right. I I just because I want to retire when I'm forty five. I don't want to do anything but own property and take trips, and hopefully have a wife and another child. That's what I want to do. So that's why I work hard now and. Try to have my hands in on everything. Like, I try to buy uh, foreclosed properties, real estate, rehab them, sell it or sit on it. Um, I ghostwrite for three major artists. I've been doing that for yeah. eleven years. Yeah. That's 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 good money right there. It could be better, but that's good money. Uh, I, I'm involved with a couple nonprofit organizations where I go and you know feed the homeless. I never get that on film, even when people try to film it, because it's like. That's what I want to do. I don't want credit for that. I know um, you used to go speak to the prisons and stuff. Man, like that, I man. still do. I go speak to the youth in Atlanta, uh, Atlanta, the cab, uh, the kids. Uh, it's a group of kids, um, like eight to twenty of them, and they from the ages of uh, thirteen to sixteen. And I speak to them and I let them know, you know, uh, I, I walk down. They listen to me before they listen to Michael Jordan and Obama because they haven't did what they did. I right. sold drugs and carry guns and did everything that they doing which they think is cool and I let them know like it's nothing but death or jail them the only two outs when it when it come to handling drugs and being in the street and being part of the what what you think is cool and out of all of that I let them know I never drunk I never smoked I never right. did drugs like you you know you got to be you you can't fall into peer pressure like you know you got to do what you think is cool and you got to think about your future and your body cuz that's your temple Never but, drank, never did, and, and you was around the rock stars that yeah. did that all day. But that's being your own person and and, and being disciplined. You got to have that discipline. Oh, man. Hope my kids are listening. Our <laughs> <laughs> kids got to listen to this. Man, Gotti, I'm not going to hold you. We went longer than I even wanted to go. I appreciate this. You just being yourself, man. Uh, my first interview, not on the phone with somebody for Inside the Cave. So I appreciate it, man. Inside the cave with CB. You heard it. Inside the cave with CB. In case you didn't hear it, or if I need to talk a little clearer, let me tell you again. Inside the cave with CB, who I'm so proud of. I'm so glad. Glad to have him as a friend. Glad to have done business with him. Glad he was part of my team. But even out of all of that, 
my best thing of knowing of him is he's a great family man, a great father, and a great husband. Like, and he always with his kids. That's a real man. That's what a real man do. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. that's much, good. Man. <laughs> Take my hat off to you for that. I appreciate it. Now I got something to live up to. <laughs> Some singles I got on iTunes Go that I told you about. Uh, you could just put in Gotti One featuring Cap One, C A P One, Gotti featuring Bobby V. Gotti featuring Just Just and Just Gotti, which is why they hate. You could go get them on iTunes, follow my Instagram, who is Gotti, W-H-O-I-S-G-O-T-T-I, who is Gotti. And I got a mixtape that been on that piff for two years featuring T.I., Jim Jones, Lil Wayne, R. Kelly, uh, Slim Thug, Roxy, Lala, Young Scooter, Bobby V. And that mixtape is called, man, what is my mixtape called? Oh my God. Oh man, that's sad. What is it called? Uh, wow, I don't even but know. But it's on that piff, right? Yeah, it's on that piff. Okay, so we just put it. Oh, it's Got called Gotti McFly. That's what it's oh, called. Oh yeah, Gotti McFly. The mixtape is called Gotti McFly. Okay. G-O-T-T-I-M-C-F-L-Y. And it have all them features on there. Uh, Jim Jones, T.I. and Slim Thug is uh, doing drops for me, shouting me out, talking good stuff. Ludacris is as well. And I got featured songs with R. Kelly, Bobby V, A-Ball from MJG, Young Scooter. It's a great mixtape, so get that. That's my last mixtape I'm probably putting out because everything I'm doing now is being sold on iTunes and Amazon. So go get that. That mixtape going to be a classic. It's sad. 85,000 sales right now. Hope we get it up to a million sales. Let's do it. Yeah, I think it's been screened maybe like 20-some thousand times. Let me tell you on that, pal. Just get that. <laughs> Boy, this man is a worker right here. This man, dude is a worker. This is a worker. That's my man Gotti, Inside the Cave. Look, Gotti, this the one right here. I promise you, cash money. Yo. I get beef in these streets, my guns are hurt You get fired to your stomach and back like Ron Mercer Still getting funds off Coke Plus Getting so much I bet you would think my mom was so Sweet big when I step to the plate like Sosa I'ma hit 310 for the Testarossa 22s be the shoes with a stainless motor When I blow the brains back, get it Games over, now dames wanna swing like chains on shoulders And lames wanna bang and they soft as Chocha Ain't even in the league and I'm crossing over Chosen to the one who we call Jehovah Now Y'all dudes better watch your moves. Two, dubs are twenty two. Three, four, no slamming door. And five, hopping the whip, let's ride. Boy, got his six hundred. <laughs>